All right. Well, hey, another new thing for us. We, we started out at Buffalo Wild Wings with a live Facebook Live or whatever you want to call it. But uh, we're here again with our Michigan Rose Bowl preview show. And again, we're brought to you by some great sponsors. They include Memorial Healthcare's Wellness Center. You know, sign up at the beginning of the year for their big 15% discount. And our other friends, AZ Branding Solutions, Jacobs Insurance Agency, Corey Shook and Associates Real Estate Services, Nelson House Funeral Homes, Rivals Tap House and Grill, and Success Group Mortgage and Servicing. But I don't know about you guys. You know, I've been so consumed with the Lions that the Rose Bowl game's just kind of creeping up. You know, it's kind of <laughs> been in the background a little bit. But now that we're we're within a week, less than a week. Now I'm starting to get geeked up. How about you guys? That's what I hate about this big gap that we have. Yeah. I, you know, you, I'll still be excited come uh, New Year's Day, but God, it's like you're almost out of the like college football world by the time these games right. roll around. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I haven't really been paying much attention to any of these bowl games that have been going down. But like you said, as soon as five o'clock comes around or as soon as the Rose Bowl parade comes around, really, I'm locked in. Yeah. Um, I know we're going to get to the game. What is your guys' overall like vibes? If if a hundred percent is like we're winning, no doubt, you know, fifty percent, it's a fifty-fifty game. Where are you guys at if you think right off the top of your dome? Definitely definitely not a hundred percent we're winning, no doubt. I mean, that's just because we've been to two straight. This is the third straight college football playoff that Michigan has been to with Jim Harbaugh, but um, you know, they're 0-2, of course. And the first year against Georgia, I think everyone now looking back. Michigan had no shot in that game. I mean, that Georgia right. team was unreal. Loaded. So they, they were just outmatched. Last year, we've talked about it plenty on the podcast, a bit of a letdown versus TCU. Just seemed like a really weird game. And, um, you know, I think it was a good experience, though, for the team to have that game where they probably should have won. And, you know, they, they got behind, battled back, and came up short. But even this game is just like another hurdle because it's Nick Saban in Alabama. If this, if we were matched up against Washington or Texas, two of the other teams in the playoff, I would be a lot more confident because those teams are kind of also new to the playoff and all that kind of thing. Nick, Nick Saban is, even if this isn't an Alabama team like the Alabama of old, you know, five, six, seven, eight years ago when they were in, in the middle of their dynasty, it's still Nick Saban in Alabama. So it's still the SEC champion. And right. For whatever that's worth, um, even if this isn't one of those traditional power Alabama teams, it's still Nick Saban in Alabama. So, no, I am not 100% confident. I will say, I don't know what, what the scuttlebutt is up in Michigan, but down here, um, you know, especially at work at the SEC Network, I'm just getting crap left and right. I mean, people telling me Michigan doesn't deserve to be number one. How is Michigan even in the playoff? You know, the whole argument about Florida State should have been in. People are telling me, if anything, Michigan should have been left out and Florida State should have been in. And, you know, J.J. McCarthy is overrated. How are people saying that he's a first-round talent and all that kind of stuff? That's all I'm hearing. Yeah. So I don't know if that's the same vibe up there. Probably, I don't know, Michigan State fans, if they're, if they're giving you guys the same crap. But I'm honestly, to, to answer your question, long-winded way to get to, to your question, I've been telling people over and over, I'm very confident in Michigan. I think if they play their game, they'll be fine. I think if J.J. McCarthy plays his game and doesn't throw pick sixes like he did against TCU, they'll be fine. But I think it's a coin flip. I think these are two very evenly matched teams. Whichever one kind of plays their game and plays better is going to win. I, I don't think it's leaning one way or the other. And Vegas basically says the same thing too. Yeah, I was going to ask about Vegas. My, the thing, you know, with me, 
as the elder statesman, you know, I've seen Michigan in this position before going out to the West Coast, going out to the Rose Bowl. Things usually don't go very well. OK, I mean, yeah, they won it in 97, but uh, Bo didn't have a lot of luck in uh, bowl games. Harbaugh's one and six, and his only win is his first season in 2015. Yeah. I mean, that's got to that's got to be in the back of the mind. Now, with that all being said, with Saban and Alabama, mighty Alabama, this could be a season of destiny for Michigan. That's all we yeah. can hope for because it's it's been a season of destiny so far. 13 and 0. Uh, you know, it concerns oh, me again with Harbaugh not having a contract done. He's being asked questions about San Diego and he's using his standard just goofball answer. I mean, I hope <laughs> not, none of not that answering the question. Exactly. Exactly. I hope none of that really becomes a distraction. And I think from watching this team all season long, I don't think it will be. I think it's right. going to, like you said, a coin flip. I think it's going to be a heck of a game. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a blowout either way. So uh, right. I'm just getting ready for it, man. Just getting ready for it. I honestly don't think you, you mentioned the pressure. Sorry to cut you off, Jerry. No, you mentioned good. the pressure. If there's a team that can handle the distractions, the pressure, all the weird, like you're talking about the NFL rumors with Harbaugh, mm -hmm. they've had that ever since Harbaugh's been at Michigan. Every offseason, every, you know, when it hits that Black Monday for NFL coaches to hit the road, it's always Jim Harbaugh's the next coach or whatever. They've been dealing with that the whole time. And then, especially this season with him being suspended twice right. during the season. If there's a team, that can handle whatever distraction. I think it's this Michigan team, but right. We will see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, the thing that worries me, man, is at, at the end of the, I mean, we, we talked about it when the video first came out and, and when this match was announced, Michigan quote unquote, looking scared. I put a little bit more into that than you guys did. You guys just brushed it off. And a lot, I think a lot of people did, and that's maybe the right case, but in my mind, it, it was eye-opening to see the kind of gasp as <laughs> Alabama went on the screen. And I don't blame them. I mean, look at the last six college, college football semifinal games for Bama. They've right. won all of them by double digits, five <laughs> of them by 17 or more, and that Michigan State game was by 38 points. Right. Like, they have never lost a semifinal game. So it's one of those things where I kind of need to see it. I can tell you, Matt, you said 50-50. I, 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 I wish I was there. I'm more about 25% I think Michigan's going to win. And I feel dumb saying that. Everything on paper, everything we've watched all year, they look damn good. They look like a team that's ready to kind of take that next step. Uh, but at the end of the day, I just need to see it first. Right. The SEC so many times and times again, man, I've had my hopes up that somebody would beat them all the way back to, I remember 2012, Notre Dame, Monti, Manti Teo rolling into that game and just <laughs> yeah. getting their doors blown off. Yeah. I don't think that'll happen. I, no. I would really be shocked if they get blown out. But I just I'm a little uneasy about everything from the day it was first announced until now. I really with each passing day and each day that Nick Saban has is prepping his team, not leaving a stone unturned, getting out for Michigan. You know, he hates Michigan from his state days. I've heard that story a few different times uh, leading up to this game. I'm worried. I'm officially I'm officially worried. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go as far as worried just because I think this Michigan team is super experienced with a quarterback that's been there. Um, at the whole team is experienced. They're not playing very many young guys. You know, it's a lot of senior leadership guys who've been in the playoff guys who have beat Ohio state three times in a row guys who have been to all these big 10 championships now. So even the coaches, even Sharon Moore getting the head coaching experience is a plus Mike Hart getting to head coach. You know, it's a just overall super experienced team that I think is going to go a long way, especially against a team like Alabama. Um, one of our loyal listeners chimed in, uh, Dave Jelinek, and he mentioned something I was going to bring up. 
he mentioned that Alabama has given up 41 sacks this year. And that is definitely an area that yeah. Michigan needs to try and get after Jalen Miller, Milrow, uh, Alabama's sure. quarterback, because he is super athletic, can scramble. Usually those are the quarterbacks that give Michigan a little bit of trouble. But if they can pressure them, if they can pressure Milrow, I really think they can kind of make things uneasy for him because I've watched a lot of Alabama games this year because of obviously where I work. And he's he's kind of an erratic quarterback. He's super athletic, really good, can run. He's rushed for about 500 yards this year, so he can yeah. run. But when he gets pressured, you know, he kind of like gets off kilter and will make some wild throws and gets off his read and he makes some crazy plays like he did in the Iron Bowl against Alabama that won them the game. But that's maybe where Michigan can, you know, attack him because he's not experienced. McCarthy's been there. Milrow's been at Alabama for a few years, but he this is his first year as a starter, and he right. took over about halfway through the season as the starter. So I, I just think if they can rattle him, if they can get him off, you know, making his first couple reads, but then they've got to be able to track him down too. So I, I think this Michigan team has, has the speed to keep up with him. Um, you know, they've got the, hopefully Will Johnson, their defensive back is yep. going to be healthy. He, it sounds like he's going to be fine. I think that'll be huge, but you know, I, I, I do think the people that are just like, how the heck is Michigan even in this game? This is going to be a blowout. Alabama's going to run them off the field. I think I, I almost wonder if they're just looking at it as Alabama versus Michigan, Nick Saban versus Jim Harbaugh and thinking of that bowl record that you mentioned, Ted, yeah. and, you know, mm -hmm. thinking, uh, Michigan's coming from the big 10, you know, whatever sec so much better because really all year Alabama hasn't really blown anyone out. The only teams they've blown out were like middle Tennessee state and Chattanooga, everyone yeah. else they've played in the sec for the most part, uh, is they've they've barely beaten. I right. mean, the, the one team that they ran up the score on LSU, their defense is ranked like number 101 in the country. All the other defenses in the SEC are around number 40. AM and Georgia are top 10, but Alabama, it was a close game with those teams. So Alabama, they're not blowing anyone out. And kind of like the, the point that you made, Jared, I don't think if Alabama wins, it's not going to be a blowout. I don't think it's so. going to be a battle because Alabama, other than those lesser teams, they haven't blown anyone out all year. And I don't think Michigan is the team that they're going to blow out. No, you, I just, man, we've seen it so many times and you're exactly right. I really don't think Bama's going to blow out. They blow nobody out all year. I remember somebody when Florida state missed the playoff, they like posted a couple of their close games they've had with lesser opponents and they basically just matched it with Alabama. And somebody said basically exactly what you're saying. They blew nobody out all right. year. Um, I have a few scenarios. I think that I see this game going, I want to throw them out to you guys and you tell me which one seems realistic. The first one's pretty negative. So just, <laughs> understand that as I'm about to say it. Okay, so JJ McCarthy, quote unquote, TCU's it, as I would say. What this is, in my opinion, is a couple backbreaking interceptions. Basically, it's two turnovers, maybe a fumbled exchange, which we've right. seen a couple times in the TCU game last year and the Michigan State game uh, a couple years ago when McCarthy was a freshman. Uh, you know, it's a 42 28 type of loss. McCarthy, because they fall behind early, he throws, you know, maybe 40 plus passes. The first quarter, it looks really scary. We have a really bad turnover movie. The first drive or two of the game Bama goes up seven 14 points early almost like TCU did I see it almost playing out similarly to that TCU game the defense has to play out of them uh, play differently than they have all year because now they're trailing where they've been leading all these games I'm 
to say how you rest off on Echo. Um, number two, so that's my first prediction. Number yeah, two, yeah. Michigan defense plays like they have all year, forces a couple mill row interceptions. Honestly, my I think the biggest thing, and this is so basic, but it's so true in football, it's going to come down to the turnover margin. And more yeah. importantly, it's going to come down to McCarthy and Milrow. <laughs> if 100%. they let Milrow get comfortable in the pocket and they don't pressure him and he escapes a few you know, would-be sacks that would set him up in third and longs and that type of thing, or if he scrambles out of the pocket on third and ten when everybody's covered downfield, right. that's what worries me. But I th- really think that there's a world where this Michigan defense looks like the defense we've seen all year. Jesse Minter, we need something to resurrect what was last year's TCU game. I don't know what that was from the defense, but we need to see what this defense has been in Big Ten play the last three seasons. Yeah. Uh, how I would see that one going is similar to that McCarthy scenario where it's like maybe we force a turnover or a turnover on downs or a three and out, one of those first couple drives of the game, set the tone, and McCarthy, McCorum, Edwards can kind of game manage their way to victory. Uh, number three, this is my last one. I don't think this could happen, but believe me, this is something that could happen. We look at each other uh, and we're texting each other during the game like, we are idiots. How do we not see this coming? <laughs> Michigan looks totally overmatched. Just SEC yeah. athleticism. I mean, from what I'm reading and what I've seen this year, Bama has two basically round one corners and one of their guys, Kool-Aid McKinstry, uh, basically yeah. going to be a top 10 pick in the NFL. I worry about our playmakers on the perimeter, Roman Wilson. I, I don't know. Our tight ends are going to have to play really, really well, but I could see yeah. a world where it's like second quarter, we're down 21-0, and it's like, what the hell just happened? The game's over before it even started. So of those three, if you had to pick one prediction, what would you guys say? Again, Two. it's J.J. McCarthy, TCU. Michigan defense plays like they have all year, played great, or it's Michigan totally overmatched. I'm with Ted. I, I would say more two. I, I don't think <laughs> it's going to be an overmatched. I guess the turnover thing, you never know, because I didn't expect McCarthy to throw two pick sixes against TCU either. Right. So you just never know about that. But I do I do agree that I think Michigan's tight ends are the big mismatch. I, I think Alabama's rush defense is really good. So I don't know if, if Michigan's going to be able to go like full Penn State mode and rush the ball 60 times and just win the game on the ground. I think McCarthy's going to have to win it through yeah. the air and the tight ends are the mismatch because like you said, Alabama has two NFL cornerbacks and Michigan's receivers. While we like them, they're not like big playmaking Ohio state type receivers, you know? Right. So I think the tight ends are the mismatch. I say that though. And what, one thing that's interesting. So one, one, one thing that kind of makes me wonder if my, what I just said, isn't going to play out the rush, the rushing offense thing for Michigan. Yeah. So obviously we remember the Penn state game, Penn state's defense, only gives up like 69 yards per game and Michigan rushed for like 230 yards against them. They were just like, we're going to ground and pound because we know their offense isn't going to beat us. So let's control the clock and win it that way. Auburn did the same thing to Alabama. Auburn, you know, Alabama's defense rushed. They, they give up about 120 yards rushing per game and Auburn kept that kept, kept in the game by rushing the ball, 42 rushes for 244 yards. Uh, by Auburn in that game. And they only passed like 16 times. So I looked that up because I remember watching that, the iron bowl and being like, man, Auburn is just ground and pound, ground and pound, ground and pound. And being like, I wonder what the stats are. You remember Peyton Thorne, Auburn's quarterback. Now who we we remember, obviously for Michigan state, didn't have a very good game. And so that's why they went to the the ground attack. And I was kind of surprised because I was like, you know, I didn't think that Michigan would go that route, but I wonder if they will look at the Auburn tape and think maybe this is our way to attack Alabama is, but I don't think it is. I think you got to win with JJ McCarthy's arm. I think, I think he's got to run, roll out passes, use those tight ends. I I don't think they're going to go full rush 42 times, but 
I don't think they yeah, can. It is Jim Harbaugh. So. Yeah. It, I mean, it's just I'm looking at this stat right now. Eight of the last 10 semifinal college football games have featured a team scoring 45 points. Mm-hmm. It's it, it, no, And it's like we know Michigan's defense is damn good. But we saw it last year in that TCU game as well. It's like just something about these games, the month off, the get prepped, the you know, whatever, give you the, your best 10 to 15 scripted plays and just light it up to start. I just I see it being a shootout, and I don't know about you guys. That makes me really worried. I know Milrow. I I, I would I, I agree with what a lot of people are saying that McCarthy is the best quarterback in the game, but yeah. something about Michigan they do not like that. They're not comfortable in a shootout game like that. Uh, so I just worry about it. Um, and but I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah, I, I, I think know. they're gonna they're gonna mix in some some new plays like all teams do when they're right. in this situation. The one thing that worries me about the running attack is Zinter. I mean, he's out. You know, all yeah. American lineman. That That's could good. be really big right there. Now, the backup, I'm sure, is good, too, but not yeah. Zinter good. Right. Uh, I, I got a feeling they'll see the backup quarterback. What's his name again? That he was a scout team quarterback Orgy? all. Orgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're going to run some special plays for him, you know, uh, periodically in the game and yeah. try to get that running attack working. I, I But I do agree. I think, I think if Michigan wins this game, they're going to have to air it out. They're going to have to let it loose. And, uh, you know, their defense will play well. But I think it's all going to come down to, as it so often does, the team that turns the ball over less is going to probably win the game. You know, yeah. Michigan's got to protect that ball. I mean, and to an extent, that's how the TCU game played out, right? If Right. If right. McCarthy doesn't throw those two pick sixes, and then if they don't fumble on the goal line when they yeah. should have scored it's, early in the game, that, that's a completely different game. 100%. And that's that was so uncharacteristic for Michigan last year. McCarthy protects the ball really well. And, you know, their running backs don't fumble. So I totally agree. I I honestly think I've probably said it on the podcast the last few weeks. I I really think that it comes down to J.J. McCarthy. This is his like as great as he's been. It's it's still funny to me to see people criticize J.J. McCarthy. I still have people at work, like I said earlier, giving me crap like, really, J.J. McCarthy? is he? He's a first-round quarterback, you know, like still saying Looks he's overrated and stuff. Jeez. And I just – I don't understand the hate that he still gets. But – He has a – I think it's because he has – I know he's beaten Ohio State, but we haven't seen it on the national stage. Right. Ohio State obviously is, and most people watch that game of any game of the entire year, every single year almost. Yeah. But at least to me, I think he just we got to see it in the in this game. If he doesn't yeah. in this game, I mean, it's like people will be like, "Wow, he should have probably won the Heisman." Right. I don't know, maybe not. That, that's kind of what I mean. I, I think this is like we've talked about legacy games or whatever whatever sport we've been talking about. This is a legacy game, I think, for McCarthy. If he goes in there in the Rose Bowl, which obviously is legendary for Michigan, you know, yep. Bo Beckler and obviously everything with the Rose Bowl against Nick Saban against Alabama. If, if J.J. McCarthy goes out there, throws three touchdowns, 250 yards, rushes for another, you know, some sort of day like that, then you you put him down as maybe the best Michigan quarterback ever. Mm-hmm. If he goes out there and lays an egg again, kind of like last year, it's just going to be another like coming up short type of thing. And I just I really don't think he's going to do that. Seeing how he fought back against TCU last year after those pick sixes. I think that's just a great I, – so I agree. I agree with you guys about throwing some different plays out there. But right. when I was starting to say about TCU, remember they ran that weird double tight end reverse, Colston Loveland on fourth down. Tried oh, to the, the, it was like the Philly special, wasn't it? It was the Philly special with a freshman tight end that they had yeah. never ran all season. I hope they don't do stuff like that. Right. You know, like Good point. stuff that's so uncharacteristic. Now, you know, if you get – Donovan Edwards back out there. You we've seen him throw a couple passes, you know, the kind of like wide receiver reverse with Samaj Morgan, 
who mm-hmm. some people in our comments thread have brought up. You know, he's kind of a little bit of a wild card, stuff like that for sure. But honestly, I think you have a quarterback like JJ McCarthy, you go down with him. This is his third year at Michigan. He's supposed to be a first round quarterback. He was a Heisman candidate. This is where you give him the ball and Blake Corum and Blake Corum. And you basically say, you guys win this game. This is your game to win. I, and and I don't think there's a, I, I, we've all said it. I don't think there's a world where they pounded down Davis throw. They really right. haven't done that all year. They did it against Penn State somewhat. They almost were more so just ball control in that game than putting a ton of points on the board. I will be sick to my stomach if they come out super conservative. And next thing you know, they're down 14. And we have almost a replay of last year's TCU game where it's like McCarthy when the defense is just expecting him to drop back and throw it every snap. And yeah, he might put up some good numbers, but at the end of the day, it's not winning football. Um, I think genuinely, I really think Michigan has all the talent to win this game. It's it's about the belief in that locker room. And there's no way for us to know if it's actually true belief that they think they can win this game. I know I joke about that stupid video. Prove it on the field. If they truly believe they can win this game, there's no reason they can't. And they definitely should. I mean, there's a reason they've been the number one team in the country, reason that Vegas has them as the favorite. There's a reason a lot of the Joe Schmo idiots are betting on Bama because generally it goes the other way around. Vegas always wins, as they say. So, And with all those those bets, the line really hasn't moved. You know, usually once all the money starts dumping on one team, you see the line start to move and it really hasn't moved. So... And it's great. Vegas knows stuff. You know, I'm not, I'm not a big, you're, <laughs> right. you're more into it than I am, Jared, but you know, it's crazy how often Vegas gets this stuff right. You know? Well, think about it. I mean, the Michigan state Bama game from whenever that was, it's like state was a 10 point underdog. I mean, that's a big 10 champ that beat Ohio state did everything right. Michigan did this year. Um, they tr- seriously, they must seriously think that this Michigan team has something to them. Yeah. Again, we've, we've circled it 500 times. McCarthy, show us what you have. If you're getting comp to Andrew Luck, in the Rose Bowl, it's time yeah. to make those plays that give you that con. Well, and not only that, okay, the, the X factor is Jim Harbaugh. Jim yeah. Harbaugh, I think, has something to prove whether he stays, he whether he goes. It's up. He's going against the GOAT, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Harbaugh's got the high credentials himself, but he knows Saban's up a little higher on that ladder than he is. Sure. And uh, if, if Harbaugh preaches the right message, you know, they come into that game playing the chip on the shoulder. They, they come in with confidence, and like we've all said, you know, don't turn the ball over, don't do anything silly. I think talent-wise, man for man, they definitely can beat this Alabama team, and that's what I'm going to, in my mindset, all, leading all the way up to Monday, 5 o'clock, I'm thinking confident. I'm thinking this is karma, the Wolverines' year, they're going to get it done, they're going to go to that damn Rose Bowl, beat Nick Saban and the Crimson Tide, and move on to the national championship game. That's where I'm leaning right now. All my thoughts are focused on that. (laughs) Would you guys, would you guys, what's more important to you guys, Lions playoff win or this college football (laughs) playoff win? Oh man, I was hoping we wouldn't get into this. (laughs) No, we don't got, we don't don't got to go to the Lions rabbit hole or the Lions rabbit hole, but what what do we think? I I will say this all the way. I will say this, Jared, if you, if you phrased it as Lions Super Bowl or Michigan yeah. National Championship, I'm going Lions Super Bowl. Yeah. That's that's where I would be at. Uh, if, you if, you're, yeah, if you if you phrase it as a Super Bowl versus this, then yeah, it's hard not to say Super Bowl for a Lions. I mean, the misery that that franchise has been through forever. And it feels like, you know, Michigan, where they're at, they could be back next year, especially with the playoff going to 12 teams. Yeah. You know, they, they can be back in the playoff, but you never know if this is exactly. this kind of season is ever going to happen again with the Lions. So, yeah, they, I, would, I would lean Lions Super Bowl. But, no, it's a huge deal because of everything you said. It, Jim Harbaugh might be gone next year. 
We, right. we really have no idea what's going to happen. And while yes, the program's in a good place and people are saying like, if Harbaugh leaves, you just hand the, hand the, the keys over to Sharon Moore because he proved it. If that happens, you have no idea what direction the program's going to go because if Jim Harbaugh leaves, he's been the staple of this rebuild. No matter where the program is established, no matter how good of a coach Moore could turn into be, you have you have no idea what's going to happen. So, I think Harbaugh, I, as much as he loves Michigan and cares about Michigan and and probably his legacy at Michigan. I think he knows too, because Ted, you, you listed the the bowl record. People bring that up a lot when they talk about Harbaugh. He hasn't won in the playoff. Yeah. Okay. He's won some big 10 championships, but it, he, his bowl record is terrible mm-hmm. and hasn't won a national title. Hasn't won a super bowl. Like he does all this great stuff, but he hasn't won the big one. Even as a player, you know, he has that kind of criticism. I think it's a big deal to win. If yeah. he can beat and- Nick Saban in Alabama, I mean, once you get to the national title, you want to win the national title, but it's almost like it doesn't matter what happens in the national title. Yeah. Get past Alabama and Nick Sabian and, and let the rest play out. But yeah, um, you got to think confident. Ted, you, you said it. You can't think otherwise. Exactly. So all, all the people at work, you know, when I work on the Paul Feinbaum show, I just tune out all the noise and I just keep <laughs> keep all the positivity coming in. I, here, you said it perfectly, Matt. This, it's this year or bust. It is. Yeah. I mean, I don't care. I'm not even. I don't even care what happens next year. Think about everything that's going Michigan's direction. They brought back basically every player from a college football playoff team last year. They've had three straight years of college football playoff experience. They're going against the SEC team in Bama. That's one of the worst in my lifetime, probably. Yeah. If you can't at the Rose Bowl. If you're not winning this game, then it's never happening for us, Michigan fans. Right. I say it; it's never happening for us if it's not this game, if it's not this year. Uh, one especially with, I, especially yeah, with potentially ahead. all the people that could be leaving. I mean, you you kind of just said it, but after this year, JJ McCarthy is the one. He may be back. You know who knows? But if everyone leaves, who is kind of set to leave, it's going to be yeah. a completely different team next year with a lot less experience too. So you. Yeah, and, who know, it. and it's like who knows? Minter's probably out on at some point. He could leave very this soon. Season. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mike McDonald, he's been doing a damn good job for the Ravens. Kind of wish we still had that guy, even though Minter's done a great job. Uh, one thing I want to throw out, Yellenick, I think it's a great point uh, from one of our commenters. He mentioned Samaj Morgan. I think he is a, a big time X factor in yep. this game. Whether it's a, we know how big special teams are in these big time games. Uh, whether it's punt returns, kick returns, whether they mix him, maybe that's one of their new wrinkles is he's got a few new packages on offense where they're getting the ball in his hands as a true freshman. It's a, the lights are bright, but as we've seen from past interviews and conversations on this pod, he's a confident guy. I don't think he's going to be scared at all. And that's what you need on Michigan sideline is guys like him who are thinking I'm better than everybody on Bama, whether it's true or not, you need that belief. So I think he really could uh, be a difference maker in this game. Uh, One other comment I saw Casey Smith commented, uh, you're, uh, broadcast partner Ted or mm-hmm. former broadcast partner who wins the best of seven series Michigan college basketball versus Detroit Pistons <laughs> it comes down to who's coaching man I mean Juwan Howard or Monty Williams I mean pick your poison with those two guys uh yeah. that's where I'm at with that one we don't need to go down that rabbit hole it's one pretty thing, funny one final <laughs> thing I got uniforms what do you guys yeah. think they're going to do with the Rose Bowl I mean I've been thinking about this ever since they got announced they're playing the Rose Bowl I think they keep it simple I saw one of the concepts they threw out there of the helmet with roses on the back I thought it was a little bit too much I think it's simple. All you do, you have the Michigan M right here on your helmet. Just put the rose through it. And then maybe you have a rose bowl patch. That's all I need to see them do. And if they come out in anything other than their classic 
uh, blue top with maize pants. I hate it. If they come yeah. out in all blue, I swear to God, I'll turn the TV off. <laughs> Wear the traditional <laughs> jerseys in the Rose Bowl. Where are you guys at with the uniforms? You might be turning it off because they, they might go with the all blues. Well, they've I, already, do you guys more... like those? I hate I love those. the all blue. I, all right. I love the all blue, but I don't want to overdo it. Like it, it should just be special games, at, you know, Big Ten Championship and other stuff like that. So, yeah, I guess that would be the Rose Bowl. That's a pretty special one. But right, but it's the Rose Bowl. I want to see the classic blue top maize pants. And they've already shown that they're, they've stitched the, the Rose Bowl patch on. I wish they would have put the huge patch on the shoulders yeah. like they did back in 97, you know, with Charles Woodson. That would have been really cool. But, yeah, the patch there. Yeah, I saw the, the roses on the helmet. I mean, whatever. You got to do special stuff for the Rose Bowl. Like I saw J.J. McCarthy got roses painted sweet. on his cleats. That, that's pretty cool. But, no, I'm hoping blue top, maize pants, and I hope Alabama, Alabama goes crimson top, white pants. Like just the two, two of the most classic uniforms in college football. Put those on at the Rose Bowl and go go play. Yep, I'm good with that too. I'm not. I'm not. I don't get too worked up on the uniform thing now. Yep. That they've they're all over the place, you know. But tr the traditional, you know, that's where I'm at all the way. All right, is it time for us to uh, kind of give our prediction? You think? Oh yeah. Let's do it. I was I was gonna say before we do that one more comment. Kevin Macklin, yeah. he he mentioned Alabama hasn't seen a defense like like Michigan yet, and that's very true. Michigan's basically the number one defense in the country, and the two best defenses that Alabama's seen is Texas A&M and Georgia, and obviously they beat Georgia. That's their most impressive win of the season. That's a very impressive win to beat Georgia, but Texas A&M, they struggled with it. Texas A&M, I mean, they're basically a 500 team this year, and you know, so that was not very impressive. So that's the thing. The people that are just like Alabama's going to roll Michigan. Michigan has no shot. You know, everything, you know, whatever, whatever criticism they want to give Michigan for the schedule they played. Alabama's schedule really isn't that much better. You talk about SEC, but Tennessee isn't wasn't as good as they're expected to be. AM wasn't as good. Ole Miss, even not as good as people expected. So Alabama's schedule isn't any more impressive than Michigan's. Michigan beating Ohio State, Michigan beating Penn State. Michigan handling Iowa. I know Iowa's offense is atrocious, but that, that defense is top five, and Michigan handled that defense. So, no, I, I think if you put schedules, you know, that's what I mean. I think these are two just super evenly matched teams. So, to give my prediction, um, I'm, I'm definitely leaning Michigan, of course, because because I think that the experience, I think being there for the third straight year, Jim Harbaugh, I think J.J. McCarthy is the guy. I, I think he is not overrated. I, I think this defense is for real. I think the skill players, I think Barner and Loveland at tight end are going to be the difference. I think Blake Corum came back to win this game. Donovan Edwards wants to prove something too. I think everyone on this team wants to prove something, including Jim Harbaugh. And I think even if they find themselves down, like one of your scenarios you laid out, Jared, I think they're going to go into halftime. They've been amazing at making halftime adjustments like if half, they have yep. to. Jesse Minter is also about to prove because, right, he's seen what Mike McDonald's doing. So maybe Minter wants to get to the NFL. If you want to prove that you're an NFL caliber coordinator, do it against Alabama. So I'm definitely leaning Michigan, and I think it's going to be fairly low scoring. I'm, I'm going like a 24-14 type of game, 24-20 wow. maybe. And it all hinges on this is J.J. McCarthy's legacy game. You win this game and you show out build a statue for you outside of Jim Beckler hall right now. Yeah. But Michigan for sure. Um, I, I, I feel bad. And this is what's going to uh -oh. take me off is I don't, I, I'm going to, this, I, I, I would be doing our listeners a disservice. I didn't tell them how I truly felt the game was going to play out. 
I think it's a 42-28 game. Bama mm-hmm. wins. I, I I hope not. I believe me. I will happily come on this pod in a week and let you guys just roast me for that prediction. Ted, I know you you probably can't wait to treat me like Cersei Lannister in Game of Thrones and shame <laughs> me throughout the streets. Shame, uh, so shame. Yeah, exactly. So I hope I it doesn't happen. I don't know that happen. show. I, don't know I that really reference. hope it doesn't happen, man. But if you got to put my bullet or gun to my head prediction. Bama 42-28. I think McCarthy plays really well. I think maybe just one or two passes like we've seen kind of throughout the year that kind of leave you scratching your head are going to maybe cost us. I I think the lack of a running game is going to put all the pressure on McCarthy. Uh, And so it's like almost like we can't necessarily blame him because they're just not – they're almost one-dimensional. But I really hate to say it. I just We've seen it too many goddamn times. It's like betting against – Alabama. I mean, it's the saying, right? Betting against Alabama, you don't get rich doing that. Right. I mean, we last six opponents in the college football semifinals to beat them all by at least 17 points. Uh, I got to go Bama, man. 42-28. I think it's a great game. I think Bama scores one TD late that kind of ices it to make that 42-28 to uh, final score. But I think it's going to be a great game. Knock on wood, hopefully Michigan can win and I'm wrong. But that's where I'm going. Yeah. Well, All right, Ted. You got to you got to break the tie, Ted. I'll I'll break the tie for sure, and I won't go uh, like I did with the Michigan Ohio State game. Uh, Jared scenario definitely could happen, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm leaning towards this is the Wolverines' year. They've got, like I said, that chip on their shoulder. They've get it's you know they've it's been Michigan against the world all season yep. long. Paul Feinbaum, his his whole crew there, other than yourself, can stick it you know where, <laughs> and. Uh, I'm just gonna say it's gonna be a hell of a game, boys. I think I think I think it's gonna be 28-27 Michigan, uh, a kicker situation for Alabama. Missed PAT, the difference <laughs> All in right. the game. How about that? If Which that happened. happens, if that happens, I'll say I will. Hundred dollars is going your way right when it happens. <laughs> I love that. That's a very specific prediction. I almost need something like very specific like that. But I love it. So go blue, right? That happened. I'm looking it up real quick. That happened versus Alabama in a bowl game. Oh, they've always had the two, issues with the two thousand. Yeah, they've yeah, I knew that. Had they had the kick six go against them, didn't they? Or well, was no, that... the, the I was gonna, the two thousand Orange Bowl when they played Alabama, Michigan beat them thirty-five right. to thirty-four on oh. a missed extra point. There you go. That's so a, you're you're just throwing it back that. 23 years to the 2000 Orange Bowl. I like it. I like where it. They beat Alabama. We'll throw <laughs> these out before you sign off, Ted. Yeah. Dave said one of our one of our loyal listeners, like I said, 29-26 Michigan is his ooh, prediction. Ooh. So pretty close to yours, Ted. Yeah. And then Cam Cam, 30 to 27 Michigan. So Jared, you're the outlier. Hopefully it's the reverse jinx that you're trying to pull here, but. I hope it, it's going to be an awesome game. Uh, real quick, do you guys like the five o'clock slot, or would you rather be I the eight it. o'clock? I like oh, it. I love it. Five yeah. o'clock is perfect, man. We the only thing that sucks is if Michigan loses, it kind of ruins that second game. Like yeah. Ohio State versus Georgia last year, all time game. Yeah. I, I remember sitting in a bar New Year's Eve, like I was hell. It was hell watching it because you just were sick to your stomach while the Michigan game. But if they win that game, then you're just like you're loving every second of that second game. I love the five o'clock time slot. Oh, it's per it's perfect, especially if it's a sunny day and the sun going down over the mountains there. Oh my goodness, the Rose Bowl! What a perfect way to finish (laughs) this season and go to the national championship game. But I love it. Hey, before I do sign off, I just want to very quickly respond back to Casey. I watched that Pistons game in its entirety last night. You guys Why? called it perfectly. They cannot shoot. They don't play <laughs> consistent defense. You know, Cade, he's a guy you can you can keep around him and uh, number zero there. But other than that, clear house, man. Oh, that Durin. team is awful. <laughs> Duran, yeah, Durin number zero. 
yeah, that was a gut wrenching loss. It really was, man. They 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 had a couple leads late that just yeah. dwindled, and yeah, just Brutal. sad, man. Because it really was a great crowd. It, right. It's like it just shows, man. Pistons fans are. We've been waiting for a winner forever. My whole life, I've never seen one. It feels like. Right. Um, so whenever it does come, the people are ready. But what a gut wrenching loss! And Kate, one thing that was really cool, uh, and, and real quick, I, this is all Michigan. Yeah. One thing that was really cool was Cade basically saying at the podium, "I'm the face of this team. I'm gonna. I wanted to come out and talk to you guys after we set this losing record and basically be the 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 face of it. It's like I appreciated his sentiment, man. I would love to see Troy Weaver, Tom Gores, maybe step out on that podium instead mm-hmm. of having Cade do that. But yeah. I, that he earned some brownie points for me with the way he handled that. Yeah, I mean right. the one the one thing about it, I I think he is genuine. He seems like a great guy. He's not going to say anything otherwise. I mean, right? You know, he he's going to say the right stuff. I think he means it though. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not saying that he's just blowing smoke up up all of our butts. It, so we got we have to say something real quick. You got the Lions head on. You mentioned you've never seen a, a Pistons winner because you were so young back in 2004. Yeah. First time in your lifetime. <laughs> That the Lions have won the division. We don't have to get all into this because this was just the Michigan special. But how awesome right. is that? First time in 30 years. I mean, I was a young guy when it happened. I remember it though, 91. I remember those seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but amazing. I mean, they're gonna be hosting a game at Ford Field. And I honestly, I think with the way they're rolling, that I don't care who they play, I think they can beat anyone that they're matched up with. It it was a perfect football weekend. Lions big time win on Christmas Eve. You, you watch it. Uh, we we recorded it. Went to church. Came back. Watched the fourth quarter. They almost blew it, uh, but they got it yeah. done uh, at the end of the day. Um, it <laughs> felt great. I, I yep. loved seeing all the old photos. Like I saw one of Wayne Fontas wearing a restored hat back from yeah. the 90, 1991 team. Awesome, so man. really cool. Um, now it's time to keep it rolling. I mean, we saw uh, the 49ers go down. So now we just need to handle our business and win the rest of our games and get a little bit of luck on the outside. Maybe we can get that first round by. How sweet would that be? That, uh, yeah. Some people don't necessarily like having that first round by. Yeah. I, I lean to, hey, get rested up, have after yeah. all your home games, and, and let's go try to get to that Super Bowl. But, uh, yeah, this has been a Michigan broadcast. But we had to yeah. mix in a little line. We had to mix in the lines. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, go Blue. Uh, we'll be back on the backside. 2024, we'll be back full strength, breaking down the Pistons, Lions, Wolverines, uh, victory, and then uh, talk a little preview of that national championship game, hopefully. Yeah. All right, guys, <laughs> let's get out of here. We want to thank our sponsors again, Memorial Healthcare Wellness Center. Uh, definitely stop on in for a membership for 2024. Get your 15% off and get yourself in shape. Also want to thank AZ Branding Solutions, Jacobs Insurance Agency, Corey Shook and Associates Real Estate Services, Nelson House Funeral Homes, Rivals Tap House and Grill, Success Group Mortgage and Servicing, and all you listeners that participate. We appreciate it. We'll probably try to put some more of these Facebook Live presentations on periodically when there's a big topic and uh, just spread it to all your friends that uh, we do appreciate your support. And we look forward to uh, putting some other good podcast on the air next year, right? Yes, sir. Looking forward to it. Hopefully after a Michigan win, like you said. Amen. Go Blue. Go Blue.